Welcome to episode 193 of Stage Worthy. I'm your host, Phil Rickaby, and it is time for the second Fringe Roundtable discussion uh, here on the last Saturday of the Toronto Fringe. We'll go around the table starting on my right, and everybody can say uh, who you are and what your show is. Uh, I'm Monica. My name is Monica. That's uh, Tagalog. And uh, my show is Monica versus the Internet, Tales of a Social Justice Warrior, and my pronouns are she, her, and they, them. My name is Madeline Brown, and I am with Newsplay, and I my pronouns would be she and her. I'm Karen Ramey. I'm doing the ADHD Project, pronouns she, her. Hi, I'm Shane Lumchuk. I'm doing a show called The Ballad of Frank Allen. Uh, my name is Phil. I am the host of Stageworthy, and I'm doing a show called The Commandment. My pronouns are he, him. And uh, so here we are. It is way too early in Fringe time. Uh, it's 9.30, which, I don't know, is like the middle of the night for some people <laughs> during Fringe. Um, but, you know, here we are. It's the, it's the last Saturday. There's really only today and tomorrow left, so... Uh, how has the Fringe been for you guys, like, generally? Anyway. I feel like I've been in Toronto for about four years. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Time time has stopped having any meaning for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how would, like, anybody else, any other other thoughts about how the, how the Fringe has been so far? Like, Well, I flew out from Victoria on June 22nd, mm-hmm. so I have really been here, like, in Ontario, at least, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I think I've, like, hit my Ontario time. <laughs> you've done your, you've done, I've you've done, done my you've time. done enough. I was in Sudbury for a yeah. while, like, you know. Also, I mean, I think we met on, like, a really humid, muggy day, and you were like, we don't have weather like this. No. And I'm like, you're lucky. Yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. have ocean breeze and yeah. like air that doesn't hate me. Yeah. <laughs> well, in this fringe in particular, I think has been hot. And I was talking with my director the other day. I don't think we've had like a rain day really so far. Mm. Like no. the, there's been previous last year. I remember the tent getting that yeah. sort of flooded out, mm. and this year it's. Mm just been persistent there was one day it was last saturday yeah it did pour with rain oh, for a while yeah. um, as i was coming out of uh, uh destiny usa <laughs> it started to started to pour and it also had my favorite fringe moment with an usher as people were running in because yeah. there were two shows about to begin and this usher standing in the doorway saying are you here fox women or fuck boys fuck boys are you for fuck boys did you want to see fuck boys are you here fox women or fuck boys and i was just like this is like this is my favorite fringe show right now so far right here <laughs> the only context you can get away with that question exactly yeah, yeah, well, yeah. i mean i don't think there's any other place where people will be asking that that's where I hope not anyway um so how have i mean how have your 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 houses been? How have uh, well we can talk about like reviews and things like that later on. But how have like your audiences? Okay, been? How, how do you feel about me flipping this table? Uh, we're not gonna flip this table. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We're not gonna flip the table. <laughs> not gonna flip the table. Right. But thank you, I appreciate. You're the boss. You're the boss. Yeah. How have how have, how have your audiences been, guys? Yeah. Look, it's been good. Like we've we've had for like especially for a show from out of town. I think we've done quite well here. Mm-hmm. So we've had good people in. We had a few nice reviews. Yeah. Uh, early on, which definitely helped us. 
Um, we had some like fun matinees. They were good. Mm. It's nothing like a Thursday at two fifteen in the afternoon. Prime <laughs> yeah. time for all those people. Oh, yeah, for all those people that have no jobs, I guess. We had the same thing yesterday. Mm. We had our smallest crowd. Still a good crowd, but mm. I actually think we went into it so prepared of like it's going to be a small house. Yeah, yeah. But they were our most supportive audience. Yeah, oh, right. so it's yeah. one of those. I think people can read a room where it's like, oh, it's you know, it's a bit small. They so got nothing else to do. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're into it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 I'm in a nice, like, intimate space, like, through mm. past my mm. bag space, so it's, I like... I love the bag space. Yeah, it's yeah. 55 seats, it's easy to fill up, so, like, house-wise, it's been really good. They were a bit yeah. quiet at the start of the festival, but then they've just gotten rowdy and rowdier, which is really fun. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's mm. good. Monica, how were you? Uh, yeah, we've had, like, full houses every time, which blo- blows my mind, mm. considering it's a show that challenges white people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and, yeah, the fact that yeah, we're not from here and mm. like the we didn't really have much hype going into the festival yeah. but we got some incredible reviews like mm. written by both like folks of color and white people mm-hmm. like really uh reflecting on yeah. themselves and what they see reflected so yeah i'm like really happy and yeah. it was like different from what everyone told me they're like <laughs> oh you're not from here good luck yeah, yeah i've never crazy. yeah i mean they don't even put the they don't even put where you're from in the program anymore though yeah. so i don't think that that's yeah, so they, much of an issue yeah no, i tried that this year they were telling me that I they think, like changed it yeah well which is good but i don't think that it's ever really been that the audiences aren't willing to support out-of-town shows is that they just don't hear about them because the yeah. media doesn't promote yeah. out-of-town shows for the yeah. most part. I will say this, so I was flying a lineup and I, I mentioned that I was from Australia and a woman said, and I, I quote, I didn't think that people from not Toronto were allowed to be in this festival. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this is bad for me. Yeah. Wow. No, you're just a rule breaker. Yeah, that is... That is... Just, you should have just told her, don't tell anybody. Yeah. It's a secret. It's a secret. Uh, Monica, uh, your your show, in terms of those those houses, have you found a mix uh, between white people and people of color? Because your <laughs> yeah. show is, is, is so challenging to white people, I'm wondering, like, how has that... That dynamic been in the room. Oh, there's been some quiet <laughs> Which is always funny. The the last time I did this show, which was two years ago, it was a very different version. Uh, we would wait for the, like, seat squeaks at a certain point because everyone is just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, so uncomfortable. And I love it. Like, oh, I like. I think I'm, like, fueled by white uncom- discomfort. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the drastic difference that there is... Like, the, the Tita Collective all came to mm-hmm. my show one day, and then through the Bamboo cast came. Mm-hmm. It changes the audience completely mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it's, like, predominantly folks of color. Last, or yesterday, the entire front row, except for one person who was very uncomfortable the whole time, uh, was people of color. And it was, like, so soul-fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like, the difference that it makes in the house. And, like, I mean, every show is different. Yeah. For this show, we had... One we did an ASL interpreted show, and that was that was a very quiet house, very different, and we had to change a lot of the blocking. So I think it changed the show. Hmm. Do in you of know itself, if it was it, like what if there were a lot of if there were a number of people who were hard, uh, uh, deaf and hard of hearing in the audience, and that was I, why it was quiet? Or? I don't know. Hmm. Like we from what Scott, our interpreter, was saying, he wasn't sure that anyone was accessing hmm. his interpretation, hmm. so we weren't sure. Hmm. Um, like, we hope that maybe there were some folks, but yeah. I didn't really see, like, very much promotion of the accessible shows. Like, I saw it at first, but then it kind of, like, fell off the 
I don't know, the queue or something. Yeah. And at other festivals I've been to, because there's like such a lack of accessibility, mm. any accessible shows, whether it's ASL yeah. or relaxed performance or whatever it is, um, they're like really mm. put to the forefront of the marketing. Yeah. So I don't know if I just missed it, but yeah. Yeah, some fringes aren't great with it. When I did one in London, I was like, I emailed them to be like, can you just like send a tweet out about it? And I don't even think they did. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. I think it, it, it strikes me as the thing they were talking about before Fringe, but then I didn't hear anything mm -hmm. about accessible shows, uh, except from people, the, the performers and the artists. Right. That, that was, so the Fringe like seemed to give, to say, we would like you to do this and then didn't really promote them at all. Well, not to the right communities. No. And that's the thing. I was, See, I always forget because I wear my producer hat for Newsplay, but mm -hmm. I'm also an actor in Red Nose, a play on words. Mm -hmm. And that's a clown show at Al Green with a performance troupe made up of actors, um, adult actors with developmental disabilities. Mm -hmm. And that's one where we've been doing it. This is our third year. And from the get-go, we've always done everything is touched to it. Like, mm -hmm. we've always had some, a, an accessible thing each performance. Mm -hmm. And that is one where it's a community that like our audiences, I would say, are made up of people who are accessing those things. Mm -hmm. But again, we're in touch with that community. Yeah. So mm -hmm. they're naturally going to find it in that way. Yeah. I don't know on a larger scale how that would reach out. Certainly with Newsplay, we haven't done any of the accessible measures. And I wouldn't say that. And I would say that it reflects our audience. Mm. Yeah. 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 I chatted with, because I, I, I couldn't afford the uh, price that the Fringe was offering mm. for ASL mm -hmm. shows. But uh, I, got, I got in touch with an ASL interpreter just a little bit too late mm -hmm. um, for this Fringe. Uh, so in the end, we were talking, and I was like, would it be worth it to just do one of the last shows? There's only a couple of tickets, though. Yeah. Is it better to actually just do, like, come to Toronto, do, a, like, a three-day run and mm -hmm. ASL each day? Mm -hmm. Would that be something you're into? And she was like, that'll work way better. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. like, you'll be able, like, it'll be more, uh, like, accessible to the right community. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if Fringe is... If if people see Fringe as for everybody, no, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether you're putting one mm -hmm. ASL show in or a relaxed performance or not, mm -hmm. yeah, no, that is that is that is really hard. I mean, yeah. one of the one of the things that I was noticing um, as Fringe was getting going and as it was uh, uh, running was that their advertising it was entirely about postscripts. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a single advertisement. What's postscript? I know, that's, the, that's, the, that's the the sorry the Fringe patio the not tent. <laughs> Um, and, and the not tent. it would have been, it would have like, cause that's all that they advertised. There was nothing about the rest of the festival, yeah, there was nothing yeah. about theater. It was just like postscript. And I was like, but that's just the bar. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, after. what about the theater? And then we go to the bar, you know, I, I almost felt like it's almost the danger is. Um, that you might end up with a situation like the the Fringe Park in Montreal, where there's bands all the time. People go to see that, but nobody who goes to that mm. is there for the theater. <laughs> right? Do they and even it, know what's going on? The theater? No, they just yeah. there for the band. <laughs> if you try to flyer them, they're like, "No, I'm here for the band." <laughs> yeah, that, that's very similar to the Adelaide Beer Festival, mm. um, Adelaide Fringe Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just have a huge park where everyone says, oh, we're going to the Fringe, because they're allowed to go drink in a park, mm -hmm. which is not a thing in Australia, right? <laughs> and there's, you know, there's big carnival rides and stuff, and it's real fun, but no yeah. one's seen any of the shows that are there. Mm. Yeah. And it's a bummer. Yeah. Well, it's like Edmonton, where there's a significant number of people who who go to the Edmonton Fringe 
and they think it's like a beer garden and buskers and mm. food trucks, and they don't know that there's any theater. You can go inside. <laughs> yeah, go inside where there's air conditioning and also see the show. Yeah, you know, which is which is kind of a weird thing. Um, I do think the one thing they improved on this year is the fact that you could buy tickets inside the patio. Yeah. Which mm. last oh, year yes. it was like yeah, this tiny little true, yeah. tiki thing outside, yeah. which was so hard to like even see people be going to postscript they walk right past it and you'd be like telling people about your show and go you can buy tickets but go um out here and around yeah, the yeah, oh, right. yeah. it was just like such, yeah. a, such a such a bad placement for it so it's some sort of artist hub isn't it I it is now but yeah. i don't know if anybody actually you know, i know i don't know what that means yeah. in some ways no, yeah, yeah. because in other places like an artist hub is like a place where you can get some water get some mm-hmm. coffee get a drink relax a little bit and this just looked like it was a tent and some volunteers were <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't yeah. even heard of this. I know. I saw it last time yesterday. There's like a sign on it. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. When I heard they were doing an artist hub. I was like, oh, that's great. A place for... And then I saw it and I was like, oh. It's just shaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But inside a tent, which in the heat is just I know, like, I know. It's just like a sauna. There was mm. iced tea at oh, was one there? point. Oh, was there? Oh. But like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so take one. Easy to please. We're just like iced tea. Oh, oh yes. Was it free? <laughs> <laughs> please. Um, all right. Let's 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 talk about reviews. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like uh, it's a big one. In the past couple of years, there's been a lot more, a lot of pushback from artists about reviews. I think mm. it started the first time I saw it was last year, um, and there were a number of reviews. That people generally agreed were unfair. Hmm. Um, one, there was an art, art, artistic uh, autistic artist who was doing a show about his autism, and he got sort of like savaged in one of the reviews, and there was a lot of feedback on that. And so they, for one of the first, that was one of the first campaigns of like this sort of thing. And this year, I'm noticing a lot more of uh, of people willing to call out uh, reviews that that were. Unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, and choice of drink was a great example of that. Yeah, drink of choice. Drink yeah. of choice. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, <laughs> yes. that was. Yeah. There was something commented on in, in their review, and and it was uh, um, the and you know the the reviewer apologized. He was unaware. Like mm-hmm. he has to call it as he sees it, but it would have been you know he did he didn't know what was happening there that it would that it was planned. Maybe he didn't get there early enough or something. Yeah. yeah. But he also didn't have to mention it. No, he didn't That's have to That's what I thought. I read or that. Assume. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so how yeah. did he know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. did it affect the show? I mean, if if the if the act if 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 the performer handled it deftly, you don't even need to really comment on it. It's, mm. it's just like exactly. the show yeah. was good. Did, did did that particular thing does that affect somebody else going to see the show? No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um anybody else have any like any any thoughts on reviews? Reviews make me laugh wholeheartedly. <laughs> mostly because mm-hmm. I get racist ones. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> is hilarious. I was very pleasantly surprised by the not racist reviews I got here. I was like, yes, I've made it. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the first review that came out was by a Filipina person. Mm -hmm. And that was like, oh, my heart just like exploded. Um, And uh, yeah, there's only, there was only for us one review that had a hilarious racist element to it. Um, And I think it's mostly like, I don't think they really realized how bad it sounded, but it was like a positive review. It was from Now Magazine. <laughs> Everybody's favorite right now. Um, and this person was like, 
they have a lot of harsh views on white feminism. Which white <laughs> feminism is just another word for white supremacy. <laughs> so if you switch that word out, because yeah. the general public, I guess, might not understand, yeah. then... Oh, I'm sorry now, magazine, that I have harsh views on white supremacy. Like, what does that even mean? And so we laughed really hard and we thought, oh, when we leave this city, we're like really going to milk that because the show's about internet trolls and pe white people not understanding it. So yeah. we're definitely going to use that. And apparently we have inflammatory opinions such as racism is real. So, you mm. know, <laughs> inflammatory, <laughs> my God. Oh, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so that was just like, to me, it's, it's funny now. And I have to like make humor out yeah. of these like things that people say. But mm. a part of my show is talking about like, there's a, a point in which I state that white people don't have any business reviewing like shows of color mm -hmm. if they aren't willing to be accountable to white supremacy that put mm -hmm. them in that position. That's almost word for word what I say. Mm -hmm. um, and I truly believe that like the, the theater reviewing landscape is overwhelmingly white, mm -hmm. overwhelmingly oppressive. And I mean, so was a lot of theater, too, mm -hmm. if we're really looking at it. Yeah. So for most of, like, what we think of as Canadian theater history, which is, like, white Canadian theater history, mm -hmm. white people haven't minded because they've never had, like, reviews that commented really on their identity or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. there's lots of other facets of that, but, like, yeah. when it comes down to it, it's just super white. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... I think that I'm going to have a fun time going mm. across the country and really bringing this to people's minds yeah. that, like, re obviously reviews aren't everything and, like, positive reviews and, and cr <clears throat> actual critical reviews mm. are, like, great. But, like, what what's the point if a review is just trying to tear down, like, marginalized artists or if reviews are only holding up certain kinds of artists, like white artists, able-bodied artists, yeah. like, what what does that mean? Yeah. It just means that we're upholding the kinds of representation that uh, we've always seen, yeah. you know? And I think that's bullshit, so. There have been years, I mean, there have definitely been years when you could really use the, the hashtag fringe so white. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. Um, we, I think we used it in 2016 in yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. but you know, and I'm going to say this year is 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 pretty good, but it's also comparatively out of 151 shows, how many of those shows people feature people of color? It's not awesome. I, yeah, well, there's always like, yeah. Derek Cho always puts up that list of uh, like uh, like women or female identifying mm. artists, and it's yeah. always an amazingly made like great number. So you're, I, yeah. I too would be curious if he did the reverse. Yeah. You know, well, just just like the people of color list, yeah. you know, because just just to say like, here are some shows that are also should be supported, um, and it, shows that aren't tokenizing people. Mm. I yeah. like yeah. I think I've seen some bad tokenization at this mm. festival mm. so far of like. We've got one person of color in our cast. Well, wow, so let's put them in the front, like all our marketing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, like we're going to go back to the front. Yeah. Um, and that's bad too, you know? Like yeah. that sucks to be exploited. I've been in that mm. position before. Mm. And it like sucks to be like, well, yeah, I do exist. And I like want to be making my art and doing the things. But mm. also I'm not in a good like environment yeah. to do that. Yeah. Does, Toronto does like a diversity and a uh, uh, disability uh, yes. lottery, right? They do. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think like I want to. But again, it's it's like the the diversity lottery is like is sort of like almost like a here's you know we'll we'll pull one or two shows. Oh yeah, yeah. It's when not I like heard... it's, it's not like it's like let's pull like 
10 yeah. shows from this. Which is yeah. what it should be. Like, when yeah. I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this is such a great idea. Like, what a great way to, like, finally combat how this is. And and it, when I saw there's, like, two spots, <laughs> yeah. I was like, out of a hundred, like, over a hundred and thirty, fifty shows, like, that's insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like I was like, well, they'll probably start with like five or ten. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good job ticking off your box. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking for a while that like if I were to run a fringe festival, it would be only artists of color can apply, and then there's a white lottery. Yeah. <laughs> and would be like, what the what? <laughs> like they would just yeah, yeah, yeah. lose their shit. But yeah. like one day, that's my yeah. goal. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> um. No, no, Shane. We we yeah. mentioned reviews earlier, and you were like, "Could I flip the table?" So let's let's talk about about the what made you want to flip the table. Well, I just think if you are a p- publication that puts out a list of shows not to see, mm-hmm. yeah. that's this gross and a dick yeah. move. Yeah, huge dick move. Like it's it's one thing to give a show like a bad review, mm-hmm. yeah. but then to like just give them an extra little punch in the gut and tell people not to see their yeah. show, like put them on the list. Fuck that. Because you, know, you now. Yeah, I think that, that getting a bad review is not the end of your show because no. you can use that. Like yeah. you can. Yeah. There's stuff that you can use. I remember a story years ago about somebody who got like um, they went to Edinburgh and one of the publications gave them one star, and so all of their promotion was like Edinburgh Examiner says a star. Yeah, that was like their promotion. Well, Sealand did that too a couple yeah. years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you can you can yeah. sort of turn it around yeah. and make it a thing. And I've yeah. seen some shows. Uh, uh, news play has played up um, the 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 fact that there's like division among the reviews and things like that. Yeah, it's something that you can do. But then to go and say to to add insult to injury that takes away that and say here are the shows not to see. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially I mean, you know, we were all worked really hard to get here, whether yeah. you're local or out of town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just to have someone just go, nah, just ignore that. Yeah. Well, and especially when it was an article, it was definitely that kind of like clickbait content filler of someone just taking the going through the list and being like, "All right, here's a two end review, here's a one end review, and I'll insert that here." Like it's not even a thought provoking list; it was just now generating internet content. You're sort of like. What's the point? You Absolutely, know? and you know the, the the reviewers were not consulted. No, they were not behind it. Yeah, it was like they just did it, and a lot of them were shocked by it as well. So yeah. I think that that you know now has been has been chastised, but we have to make sure they they don't do that shit in the future. And I think have they, they done they, it? Yeah. Do they do it? They every year? used Apparently to do it. Yeah, a long time ago. Right. I think I, I don't know if they did it last year. Don't know. Edmonton did a did like a five or ten list of like I don't know if it was to skip, but mm-hmm. it was like of worst shows or something like yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just that's so unnecessary. Still, that's like, still you've such already reviewed it. Thing. Yeah. yeah, if you're someone who who like doesn't want to take a chance, then you look at the reviews and you don't go see that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. you don't need to I also harp on it. That's the beauty of Fringe is that you do expect there to be terrible things, and you're, that is the experience. You know, there, no everyone has had that story of like. I went to see a show, knew nothing about it. It was awful, but that's fringe. And you talk about it for years. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. But there's yeah, also that, yeah. that moment of like, you know what? You're sitting there and you're like, this is so bad, but you know what? I only paid like exactly. $11 for yeah. this. I can sit yeah. It's only an hour. Now, yeah. I've been in that show when I was like, I only paid $11 for this. It's only an hour, and I didn't pay attention to the fact that it was 90 minutes. <laughs> no, 90 can, minutes kills you. Me. Can yeah, feel yeah. That, you can feel that, that, <laughs> that minute hand go past the hour, and you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to be here a little while longer. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I feel like I wish, as I was seeing all of this happen, the, like, the go and skip list, mm. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Um, I... I would personally appreciate, because of the work that I do, if there was a list that was like, hey, here's some oppressive pieces of theater that you mm. shouldn't go see. But it's not like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's it's a, not that's a different like, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, totally yeah. different thing. But, like, a publication would never be like, we're going to take a strong stance against this. Like, they wouldn't. They yeah. wouldn't. And and that's what, again, bothers me about reviews, is that, yeah. like, I can read a review of a show that was, like, so incredibly racist mm. And yet there's no mention of it. Like, there's yeah. no yeah. concept mm-hmm. or whatever. So, like, that would be a great thing of, like, yeah, shows that, like, are racist or misogynist or or mm-hmm. uh, ableist and all of these different things that would make you feel unwelcome in a space. Yeah. I would love to see a list like that, mm-hmm. but that is not the no. content that... Because they, 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 they gathered... I'm sorry. They, they gathered yeah. their... Um, their yeah, was it just their fives as their, as their shows to see the, the five so. ends or whatever? And, I think so, yeah. But yeah. then there's, like, there's more nuance because maybe a list of shows that there's division about. And to admit, there's other publications. And there's like, here are shows that, that, that some people... That some reviewers hated and, and some reviewers loved. Go see them yourself. Or, or here are some shows that will really challenge you. You know, yeah. that would also be really mm-hmm. awesome to see. Um, but yeah, the whole like skip this show thing is, is well, and especially when we're in a climate where Toronto essentially has one print publication and, and like that holds court in this time of year, then yeah. a list like that is huge. Yeah, know? absolutely. Because there are other, other, other newspapers, but they don't cover fringe in the same way that no. now does. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I will say to your point about like if you were to list a show in that sense, what I do like about reviews, especially since I've I became a playwright through Fringe essentially, is that it is that moment when you are so in your box of creation for months at a time that suddenly you have a documentation of like this is the impression my show leaves on people. Mm. So I love that as a learning tool and as a thing moving forward. Whether or not whether they liked it or didn't like it, I look at it and go. When I revisit the script later or when I go on to the next thing, it is good to know that this is what my, like, little snow globe of a world looks like outside of it. And in the case of content that could be oppressive, that I would hope, again, a creator would go, oh, I had no idea in my little world that that's what this meant, you know? I would, I would also hope that, I mean, the thing is that, like, that kind of feedback that you're talking about, Madeline, is, is the kind of thing that happens when somebody who's a theater reviewer might comment on, on your show rather than, like I've I've done shows in the past that were reviewed by the fashion reviewer because they brought in extra <laughs> right, of people, course yeah yeah yeah, or yeah. Like, yeah. the food you know, editor the food editor or, real or, estate or, yeah, guy yeah yeah so it's like sometimes you'll get feedback and you're like what but did you watch my show yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know and and you know I would take certain feedback from from Steve Fisher or Glenn Sumi that yeah. that the 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 fashion blogger that they brought in to to review shows doesn't really doesn't really get. You know? No, I mean, at the same time, I would say, what then what's your impression of, I am honored when I have audience members that I am the only play they've ever seen. Mm, yeah, like, that yeah, is also sure. a valuable opinion. And there are people, certainly, I think of restaurant coworkers I have, I'm like, please, please come see my show. Mm. And then they come and they've never been before. And their impressions are even more, there's something, and that's what Fringe allows for, sure. is those opinions where you're like... This is, like, crystal clean, like, nothing is impeding them. Mm-hmm. They don't have any sort of idea of what theater should or shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So that opinion also is kind of beautiful in its own way. But I, I also appreciate what it's like when you're getting someone and you're like, yeah, you know, who, who holds that power in some way? 
I don't know yeah. that I would I would call it power. It's more like they've been doing this so long that they're able to like I want constructive feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say in your review I hated this show. If yeah. you hated this show, yeah. Say why. Yes. And make it constructive, not like just I, I hate this show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so now last year, last week when we, when we spoke, we, we'd all had some time to see some shows. Mm-hmm. Have you guys had more time to see some shows this week? Are there shows that you, that you really liked? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. saw, I, I, as of yesterday, I've seen 17 shows. Oh, Whoa, that's wow. good. Yeah. But I had to slow down cause it was like doing like three or four shows in a day mm-hmm. while there. And then my brain melted. And so I haven't been doing that many after that. So, uh, are there shows that you guys have seen that, that, that you didn't mention last week or that that you did mention that, that you really enjoyed? Yes, yeah. there, are. <laughs> there are. I'm trying to remember what they are. I saw your show. I really liked your show. Oh, thank you. Girl. Thank you, Shane. Um, Pack Animals, I think I had already seen mm. last week. That was really good. Untitled yeah. Number 7 was one of my favorites. Um, mm. Taylor, she's also from Australia. She yeah. was really good. Is she, She's a poet laureate? Of yeah, Melbourne? of Melbourne. Of Melbourne, what? wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I've heard good things about that one. Yeah. 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 I, yeah I saw Untitled Number 7 too. I really loved it. And it's great for any, I think, a creator of any mm. type to go, yeah. to, to go to that one. Um, uh, I think, like, congratulations. I talked about it last week. That's yes. still my, I I that's still my favorite. Yeah. It just, I wasn't, yeah, it's it's just so funny and mm. uh, and warm and, and Courtney's such a good performer. Mm. Um and then I saw, I, I, this kind of been like a weird local fringe for me. Like my sisters visited and then uh, I had my partner down for a while. So I'm like, you guys pick what yeah. shows. Yeah, right. um, so I saw a couple like that I've already seen, like Pack Animals and Magic Mike, but like they're so fun. Mm. They're just so fun mm. that it does, I, I see them again and again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got into the like infamous Jake Epstein Boy Falls from the Sky. Mm. I, I enjoyed it. I was totally into it. Mm. Um, and I think another favorite of mine has been Twin Sations at the TPM Backspace. Mm. That is, like, totally solid on every level. That is one I would love to see tour fringes. Mm. Uh, and it does have a sort of fringe-related plot, but I don't want to spoil it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the two that come immediately to mind. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I talked about Tito jokes last mm. week. Yeah. Um, but I, and I also talked about Through the Bamboo as part of the, like, hashtag Philippinex family. Mm-hmm. Um, or Philippinex fringe, actually. Yeah. But we've been changing <laughs> it to family now because we are family now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I actually saw Through the Bamboo, and it was the best show I have ever seen in my life. Whoa. And I, like, have seen shows on Broadway yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I was... <laughs> Everyone was like, what? Like, the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway wasn't as good as Through the Bamboo? I'm like, uh, I, would, yeah, I believe that's that. Right. I believe actually, that, actually. Believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that back then, that was my show, you know? I was so excited. But yeah, I I haven't seen a piece of theater so inventive in mm. so long with such a, a simple set, but so fucking Filipino mm. like but it it resonates in other audiences mm. of color too because our our cultures and our and our worldview are very very similar mm. and what I appreciate about all the Filipinx friends shows is that we are all so different mm. and we all bring these new not new but like overlooked aspects of a Filipinx life mm-hmm. and I just like I wept I mm. wept from like uh, I hit a certain point. I was with uh, Ambernice Thomas, my director and co-creator, and I'm like, fine. I'm watching, and I'm like, oh. and then <laughs> they start. They like turn to me in my ear, like, why am I crying? 
right now. And then I'm like, oh, permission. Like, oh. And then for the rest of the show, I'm bawling my eyes out. Then, like, meeting uh, Byron and Andrea, who are the producers and writers and everything. And, and we had been talking for many, many months. But, like, it was just, like, coming home. Yeah. It was, like, so fucking fantastic. And I think I'm... I'm going to be changed for a while yeah. from seeing that show. Awesome. Cool. I've heard nothing yeah. but good about that show. Yeah. And I've heard some people say that, that there should be one of the, the YA-focused theaters uh, in, in the city that should yeah, like, family friendly. pick that yeah. up. Because it's yeah. so family-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, shows that I have seen... Oh, my goodness. 17 shows. Um I've been, I've honestly been wanting to see the Ballad of Frank Allen since I first saw the pictures when you, from the first time that you did it in Australia. And it is a, a, a weird show Thank to you. pitch. <laughs> I, I really quite, I really quite enjoyed it. Um, and it was, it was fun. I liked the songs and I liked, I liked, I liked everything about it. Um, I will also say the, the, the Tita jokes also stands up. Still, like after all the shows that I've seen, it really stands up as a, as a, as a best of. And, well deserved to be a patron's pick and to get the uh, the, the the comedy award as well. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited so. to see that troop in town. Just do oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's that's awesome. Um, trying to think of what other shows I've seen. It's like how many shows have I seen? You need the programs. One of the shows. Like one back. of the shows not to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do I it. Yeah. Seen, I'm just gonna say I haven't seen any shows that I would recommend that people not see. See. There you oh, go. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen good. nothing, but, like, all of the shows that I've seen have been shows that I would tell people, go see this. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And, I mean, that's not the way, that's not every year, but I would never publicly say, don't go see this show. I would say to my friends, don't go see this show. <laughs> no, I would be like, go see this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, know what, we know what kind of audience member Carlin is. She's like, she's like I hated this show. You should see it. <laughs> Talk about it. Um... Highlights of this fringe for you guys. What have what have some of those been? I spoke about my own. That was the Fox and the Fuck Boys. That was like a oh moment for me. What did you guys? What have been a couple of highlights for you guys? Um. Well, last night at the awards mm-hmm. night, um, yeah, both Tita Jokes and Through the Bamboo mm-hmm. won awards, and uh, you know, in classic. Filipino family style, we all ran up to the stage and took pictures of each other. <laughs> um, and in a big group. And then yeah. we all did like pictures of all of us together, which uh-huh. was very rare to like get all of us in one spot. And yeah. then we <laughs> line danced later. Okay. <laughs> as a group. Yeah. Uh because that's what we do, I guess. And I am like not a good dancer at all. So I was just like, uh, uh, uh. I was like stumbling over myself. But yeah, I think I've just been reflecting a lot about mm. um, the the community that's been fostered within, mm. like, artists of color and the fact that, like, it's not based in competition, mm-hmm. um, but it's also not based in whiteness. Mm. Like, it's not, it's kind of on a different plane than mm. most of the white shows. And, like, white people are really good at making community with each other. Yeah. And that, it sucks to be on the outside of that. And I think that most white artists don't, get it they don't know Mm. that they're leaving us out Mm. even in because white culture is very strange yeah um but like when artists of color are facing that they come together in the most beautiful ways and the most like supportive and 
empowering ways. And I, I don't think I'm going to feel that at any other, I mean, I hope that I'll mm. feel that at other French festivals, but like what a, for me, what an amazing way to start in this like beautiful community that will do nothing but love mm. each other. And like, in spite of all yeah. the odds that we face mm. as being like artists of color. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Other highlights? Um, I don't have a specific moment, but you know what I love about Fringe is uh, talking about like going up to like flyering lines, also working at a restaurant in the Fringe <clears throat> neighborhood. Mm. I like that it's a time, it's like being at a big party and you can talk to anyone and do no wrong. Like I've been to parties where you're like the wallflower and you're like, oh fuck, it's going to take me so much work to go. Like if I go talk to someone, I could totally embarrass myself or be awful. But this is a time where I walk around the city and I talk to strangers endlessly and nothing goes wrong. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody like questions me or is like, why are you talking to me? But I, I think about the various people I've spoken to in line, in audiences, or I finally, again, like working shifts and being like having something to engage with customers mm. about. And that's, that's completely genuine yeah. is what I sort of love about this time of year. Mm. And, and, and then also too, I, I always love that moment when you're waiting for your tech to let you into the space and you're just chilling with your cast mm. and your stage manager. Yeah. That's another conversation time I really like. So I think it's just, I'll be happy to be silent and not have to engage with the world for a little while after mm. this, but I like the high level of engagement and how there's no falling on your face and embarrassing yourself because everyone's just open, you know? I'm going to jump in and say that I hate flyering. <laughs> I, the, it sparks so much anxiety in my introvertness that, yeah. that when I... Like, I literally, before I fly around, I have to sit around the corner. I basically have to put my head head, head between my knees yeah. and, like, breathe heavily. And then finally go, okay, I'm going to do it and get up. And I start at the beginning of the line. Uh, and, but it takes so much effort for me to do that. I can't do it too close to the yeah. show. Yeah. And for the last, like, four days, it's the, f like, I'm beginning, like, no, my dance card's full. And I'm like, oh, but I didn't need to know that. Right. Like, right. That doesn't tell that, me. That doesn't need to be part of this transaction. Just take the flyer, yeah. and nod, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw it in the recycling when you go in or something. But don't. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need you to say I'm not going to see your show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway. Well, yeah. and you know, and I think I hated flyering too. And then I got in the mindset of going up to people and being like, "Can I bother you for a second? Like, it's yeah. just being totally honest. And then if people are like, "No," I at least yeah. like to end with. What else are you seeing? Like, it just touches sure. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. try, that's my approach is I flip it to be like, okay, if you're going to shut down when I'm yeah. throwing down, tell me about you. Yeah. Like, like, what's yeah. your, you know, mm -hmm. and then move on. You sure. Know. But yeah, I, I feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carlin, highlights. Um, it's been, it's been a great fringe. Uh, the, it's been cool to have, because every performance is relaxed, like my house lights are really up. Mm. <laughs> and they're normally yeah. up a little bit, and I can see, like, the first couple rows, which is nice, because uh, I do a lot of, like, reacting off mm -hmm. the audience. But uh, they've been, like, like 100% up. <laughs> and uh, and so it's been interesting to see. Like, I can always pick out the neurodiverse people mm -hmm. because of... Of just how they watch it's just different mm. um and it's been really nice to see some young people too like like some teenage boys mm -hmm. like just leaned in mm -hmm. so I'm like it's 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 surprising but it's it's amazing and and i have a bit where i talk specifically to parents and i've had a couple shows where kids start to hug their parents mm -hmm. apart mm -hmm. and it's like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's been uh, uh, heartbreaking and beautiful, and, and um, that's been really nice. Actually, I was a bit nervous about being able yeah. to like see everybody, but yeah. uh, it's been 
really wonderful um, and makes me think about different parts of the show in different ways. Mm. Uh, and then just getting that accessibility award last mm. was Yeah, absolutely. Really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. It's like, uh, there's a long, wonderful list of people who were nominated mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been three years of lots mm. of work on the show yeah. <laughs> and it was created specifically for that like yeah. when I read it I was like oh that's this show like that's something mm. that like can because rec- it's not it's a it's been criticized for being a TED talk it's been praised for being like mm. a TED talk um some people like it some people don't uh some people think it's too much ADD uh, but like we can't take anything out because if we take something out we're risking not someone not relating to something mm-hmm. so we're very adamant that each we have to touch on each symptom of ADHD at least in the bare minimal way and to take one thing out to make the story better will risk you know, not connecting with someone. Um, Is so, there a certain amount of irony to somebody saying there's too much ADHD <laughs> in a show about ADHD? Yeah, a little bit. Like yeah. There's, there's a little bit, yeah. Yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> but also, like, I know people just want, in the end of the day, they just want a good story and hopefully mm. we have that too. But uh, So it was nice to, you know, have in it award specifically for that mm-hmm. and uh and yeah i was really shocked and, and thrilled that they uh yeah yeah awesome it. yeah awesome shane um i think for me it's just been some of the connections that i've made with other artists at this mm-hmm. festival just meeting other likes of like-minded artists and i've had a few like meetings with other companies just about the work that we do and mm-hmm. found some cool people and yeah. the places this audience as well have been really nice and receptive and nice yeah just met some cool peeps yeah nice um so did we still have shows left yeah i'm closed today you're closed today what time is your show today 130 1.30. okay we're gonna make sure this goes up before that yes. um my show today is at one and then i have one last tomorrow i think uh madeline you have one at 12 45 i have 12 45 and then red nose closes tomorrow okay so yeah. newsplay closes today, today. And Red Nose closes, closes tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I close tonight at eight, I think. Okay. Oh, that's a good time. Telling people it's seven, but I think it's eight. <laughs> <laughs> so the lesson here, guys, is, is yeah, take, a, yeah. take a look at your fringe list <laughs> to see when the ADHD project uh, closes. It's eight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, we've got one left tonight at eight fifteen. Okay, yeah, that's a good time as well on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it should be a nice, uh, nice closing show. I hope. Nice. Yeah. And then, are you? Are, when do you head off to your next, your next stop? This time tomorrow, we'll this be on the tomorrow. road to what? the Peg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, are you driving? You're fine. We are driving. There's three of us in a car. We're stopping in Thunder Bay. I'm super excited. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder Bay is the. I remember years ago running into running into you in a, at some spot in Thunder Bay. That's right. We yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, after the after the endless green of that north of Toronto, where you're just like, I want to see a color other than green. Yeah, where it's just like a screensaver that just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is there anything yeah. new yeah. that Canada yeah. has on this road? The answer is no. Oh. It's, just, <laughs> it's just trees. Yeah. I was so happy to get to the prairies. Yeah. I don't think anybody has ever said that. I was that. about to say. Yeah. 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 Who has never driven <laughs> that road before. Yeah. Monica, you're going to, to Winnipeg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flying on Monday. Me too. Yeah. What time? Oh, I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> so after Check your flight. Uh, mine's like 8.30 a.m. I uh, think I'm going to miss it. <laughs> you're gonna miss you know you're just like it's i'm just not gonna make it like, i just know it oh, no. all right guys tweet at carlin yeah. that um, not to miss her flight yeah. on monday morning it's an expensive ch- ticket change yeah what are you an eccentric billionaire 
fringe, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a fancy credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys who are, 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 are traveling, though, I would like to uh, uh, connect with you guys again later on and do, like, a remote where we can, like, individually talk about how, how the tour is going and things like that. And I'll yeah. put them all together. Sure. Now, sure. So I definitely want to do that. And I'll, uh, a few other people as well, just yeah. to... Just to get a sense of, because of, I know the tour can be exhausting. Yeah. Um, On that, I just want to say then to your listeners, please remember me how I am now. <laughs> remember me how I was yeah. when I was young and happy. <laughs> and I think that a lot of, you know, when you only do like your local fringe, you think that that's exhausting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and you don't, people who haven't taken a show on the road don't realize that you, you do this for 12 days. And then you travel, and then you do oh another one for twelve days, yeah. and it doesn't end for like months. And how how you survive that is like the trick. I just miss my bathroom <laughs> so much. Right? It's like I'm like sneaking into other people's bathroom uh, trying to avoid their schedule, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, I got so much to do, and like the stress of not having your own toilet yeah. is the worst. <laughs> I will agree with that. Anytime that I've billeted, I'm like, this is this is misery. I, <laughs> yeah. people, thank goodness for, for people who put you up, but I'm just like, I just want like my space. I don't want to see other people. Yeah. And I want to use the bathroom when I want to use it and not mm. worry about other for people. As yeah. long as something is. <laughs> It is those little things that you really miss on the uh, on those trips, but yeah. So definitely, we'll we'll check in later on, and because uh, I really want to know how your fringes are going, and we will remember Shane when he was happy. And he yeah. <laughs> he like it's already gone in me. I'm He's already like, like, halfway through halfway point. Do you get a like, break uh, after that? No, I, I've had the only break I got in the tour has happened already. It was after the first festival. Well, I wasn't tired yet. Yeah, no, that's a, that's not a great spot to put in. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're just back to back. Yeah. All the way till the end of uh, September now. Just, just so that in, in case people want to follow uh, uh, you guys who are who are traveling, where where are you going to? Uh, you're you're going from here to Winnipeg, and then Winnipeg, Saskatoon, Edmonton, Victoria, with a different show, and Vancouver. Nice, oh, yeah. Carlin. Uh, Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and then different show for Victoria, Vancouver, and then Yellowknife. Oh, oh sick! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, nice. Sure. Uh, yeah, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Victoria, Vancouver, again with two different shows. Nice. Awesome. Huh. All right. Well, we'll look forward to hearing how those go. Thanks so much, you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for coming on the, the Roundup, and I hope that you have a, a great last couple of days at the Fringe. I'm going to sleep on your couch now. This has been a Homebody Productions production.